Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. It is my birthday, and the only reason I'm bringing it up, because Tony brought it up, and you guys have made me feel wonderful. The Steelers gave us a gift yesterday. They won. We're complaining about it, but they won. The Steelers right. are 11-0. I feel great, and I got to tell you, I'm not this, – this glass, it's half full. In fact, it's ready to overflow. And I'm feeling awesome. So I got to tell you, I've never seen the Steelers 8-0, 9-0, 10-0, 11-0. I'm hoping to see them 12-0. And I believe that they can be 12-0 without right. Bud Dupree, without Devin Bush, without Zach Banner. I believe that this team has the mentality and the maturity to do it. We're going to talk about Bud a little bit more. And we're going to answer your questions as well. So get ready to throw in some questions Rodney Jordan says, but we lost Bud. And I am crushed because I have never badmouthed Bud. I bought a Bud jersey right away. Mm -hmm. Bud's one of my older current jerseys. And I love Bud Dupree. And a lot of people have said this, that this might make life tougher for TJ Watt, who I think right now is the defensive player of the year, despite guys like Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald, just because of all the hurries and the pressures and the hits that he, I mean, he's leading by a mile in those categories. And now he's leading in sacks. The only thing he doesn't have is the forced fumbles. But my question to you, does this kill TJ Watt's chances? Not, not for the defensive player of the year, but kill his chances of dominating on the field of play each and every week for the Steelers. Well, I, I thought maybe it would have at first, but uh, our own Jeffrey Benedict kind of talked me off the ledge on that last time we were talking on our Slack channel. He said, "How do you, how do you double team TJ Watt when 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 uh, Stefan Tuitt is uh, is just what, feet away from him on on the line?" So, you know, I, I think they're they're obviously they're going to try to do that, but I think they're you know other teams initially, but they're going to be in for a rude awakening with with guys like like Hayward and, and Tuitt, and and who knows if if Highsmith is is you know, if he's any kind of a, a rookie, I mean, we've, we've seen so much from this rookie class so far. We, we've, we've been blessed really with this rookie class. So maybe, uh, you know, from, from dots and obviously Claypool. So maybe, uh, maybe Highsmith is, is the next guy in line to really step up and shine. And, 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 you know, if you're going to leave him one-on-one, maybe, maybe he can, he can do some damage as a rookie. So here's the thing too. You're going to see plenty of Highsmith. You're going to see plenty of Ola Adeni. Now, Last year, if this happens, you see plenty of Anthony Ciccolo. Right. The last couple of years, that's what you're going to see. They have upgraded with that pick of Highsmith in the third round with keeping Ola Denny. Hey, they here's another guy I want to talk about. Everybody's talking about, hey, is uh we saw it earlier. We saw somebody mentioned that uh James Harrison could come back. He took a physical today. I, You know, I'm not going to... Stranger things have happened. He looks like a beast on that uh, FanDuel commercial. Right. <laughs> um, and you know how he works out like crazy. I don't know if he could come back at this point. Hey, it doesn't cost to ring a cell phone and see and say, hey, come on in, let's see what you look like. But, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, people are talking about Clay Matthews. Let me talk about a guy that I think is a guy that you reach out to. J. Roan Elliott. And guess where J. Roan Elliott's right now? 
He's on your team. <laughs> he could play inside and outside. He has got an opportunity to help this team. But he doesn't have to come in and start. That's the thing. You've got Highsmith, who's a rookie that's going to get some help because TJ Watts on the team. You just mentioned Stefan Tuitz on the team. And then you've got Elliott and Ola Adeni, and we know Ola Adeni can get to a quarterback. So Kyle Smith gives us $5. Thank you so much, Kyle. He's still going to take Harrison over J. Ron Elliott. But here's the thing. If James Harrison comes in, he's not starting. He's really not, Tony. Do you, right. you know, oh, we, no, no. And I don't think I don't think he's coming in. Asiatic Noble, whose birthday is uh at the end of the week, he mentioned, also says Harrison's in tip top shape. Yeah, he's he is he's always this guy's always going to be in tip top shape. I talked right. about that FanDuel commercial. He's getting ready for movies too. And his body and his look and his persona is going to get a movie rules. Would I put a helmet on him and pads and say, Devo, give it, um, come on back. Yeah, I would. John Knox says, but he's not going to come in as a starter. He would not get a lot of time, but sure. He could help a team. John Knox says Debo didn't leave under the best of circumstances. I doubt Mike Tomlin wants to go backwards. There's a funny thing about that. The best circumstances. Stuff gets cleaned up in a hurry. <laughs> Especially if you lay it out on the table. Look, you aren't going to get a lot of snaps. You might get five or six snaps a, a game or something happens that these younger guys that have been here the whole time aren't better. Maybe you get more. Sure. But um, Andrew Cybex says, <laughs> bringing Harrison, we should bring back Tommy Maddox for good quarterback depth. I love it. You know, people are saying, yeah, he's not in football shape. People are mentioned, Rod L mentions Apollo said he was sh in shape in Rocky Four. You know what? That's where it doesn't hurt to pick up the phone and say, hey, we'll talk to you. It's still a long shot. We'll talk to you. But really, what you need is you need Highsmith and Ola. Right. That's what you need. Brian B. Low Crowley says that. They'll do fine opposite TJ. I fully believe that. Yeah, they're going to go ahead. No, they're going to they're going to get they're going to get a chance to to beat some one on ones. You would think because they're going to try to double team TJ Watt at least initially. So they're going to get their chances. I mean, if, you know. Uh, they're, they're, they 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 both have great uh, pass rushing uh, skill sets and instincts. It's just a matter of can they put it all together at the pro level. So uh, they're they're certainly going to get ample opportunity now. Both of them, I would I would I would say probably High Smith uh, at first. You know he's going to get the the majority of the snaps at first. I would say and, and then and then Ola is going to back him up. But, but who knows? Maybe if Ola flashes, maybe he becomes a starter. You just don't know. Dallas Quinley says Moats says in Arthur Moats. Love that oh. guy. But you know what? I'm not looking for bringing a guy off the couch right now. You, I mean, hey, like I said, doesn't hurt to make a phone call. What kind of shape are you in? But the guys that they have on this roster being Elliot, mostly Highsmith, and Adeni, those are the guys that are going to get most of the time. You're going to have to bring someone else in the on, on the roster. You're going right. to have to have at least four outside linebackers, and you've got the four. You might want to have a fifth. 
Right. Okay. I don't know if a guy on the couch, a guy that is not in football shape, and Snowman mentioned that earlier, is the way to go. But like I said, I have no problem picking up the phone and saying, hey, it might be, it's a long shot, but let's take a look at it. But what I want to remind you of is something that's happening to the team right now. And it's this, Avery Williamson. Now, look, I know, don't don't start with he's an inside linebacker. I'm not talking about putting him on the outside. Avery Williamson came in nine days in, and he's having trouble seeing the field. And the reason I'm bringing that up, you know, he got some action yesterday. He got more. And you're going to see more of them as we go. But anybody that comes into the system this late in a season from being with another team or being on a couch is not going to see a lot of action. If Avery Williamson was on the team at the very beginning of this season, he'd be seeing tons of action right now. He's a fantastic player. He's really good. But it's hard to come in and break in now. When they brought him over at the trade deadline, it everybody knew it was going to be very hard for him. So that's why I'm bringing up Avery Williamson. Good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to benefit the team because he's been here, but he's been here a month now. The problem is you bring someone in, whether it be everybody wants those names. Right. But it's always the names. And we do it. We, we always, we always, uh, everybody talks about those names. Mm-hmm. We've heard Terrell Suggs being brought up. We've heard of, uh, of course, Clay Matthews. We've heard of these guys that are out of football and available. And by the way, I, I want to say this. J.J. Watt's not available. Right. If J.J. Watt got cut tomorrow, he'd never make the Steelers. And he's not an outside linebacker. He's a defensive lineman. So I, I, everybody wants J.J. J.J. could be a Pittsburgh Steeler in the future, in 2021, 2022. It's not going to happen in 2020. It can't because somebody's going to take him. <laughs> right now, Pittsburgh's what thirty-two on the yeah, uh, on the waiver right. wire. Right, someone's grabbing him. It's right. not going to. I mean, it's not going to be, and he's not getting cut either. They're not cutting this guy. Um, so just just uh, don't don't hope for that because it can't happen. Um. That's all I'm going to say about that. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to hope that the Steelers and the next man up <laughs> mentality works. And I'm laughing because Bry160701, who I think that we're related somehow because we share, we're both BRYANs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he brought up Brian Hinkle, one of my favorite Steelers. I know you love Brian Hinkle too. Oh yeah, I, I I love Hinkle, Hinkle, Merriweather, all those guys back in Mike, the old days. Mike Merriweather. Yeah, right. Uh, you know what? Hey, l- let's see, Lauren Taze. We can bring back Lauren Taze. Wow, that's really He's in the seventies. Yeah, I love yeah. that guy. You know, he was with that team for ten years, eleven seasons actually. Yeah, I didn't know he was there that long. I was surprised that he was on the first Super Bowl team. Yeah, he 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 was great. Greg Lloyd, could, we can give Greg <laughs> Lloyd a call. Kevin Green. Chad Brown will give him a call. Dirt, Dennis Dirt Winston. You know, we, yeah. we do all that. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, this team is still a special team. 
and we we've just got to remember that. And so, where's PZ? Yep, PZ's another guy. I um, everybody wants. People were wanting to bring back Lawrence Timmons this year. Yeah, they're these guys. It sounds beautiful. It sounds like a great movie, but it's just not going to happen now. But what we've got to hope for with the Steelers is that they've got the next man up mentality and it works. And the guys that have been in the system are going to be hungry. They're going to work in the system and make it work. That's the thing about this team. If you lose one of the receivers, you've got other guys are going to step up. Do you think right now, if you lost Juju Smith-Schuster, which would be horrible right now to lose him down the stretch, do you think James Washington would come in and make some huge plays? He did last year. Yeah, absolutely. I do. That's that's what's so great about this receiving court. As bad as they were yesterday, James Washington came out of nowhere and made the play of the day. So, yeah, yeah. he yeah. saved that game. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, they would. That's just a great thing about depth, and that's what we're going to find out with uh, with uh, these these young outside linebackers that are, are going to be opposite TJ. Now we're going to see what, what they're made of. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you to start throwing in your questions. We've got about five minutes left on this show. And while, while we do that, I'm going to ask Tony this. Why is your glass, your Steelers glass, half full right now? Well, it's half full because they, they've, they've had such a, a tough time this year with, uh, with scheduling. You know, this is the, you know, they've been kind of jerked around. They certainly were this past, this past week and a half. And, and, and they're, they're 11 and 0. And the only, the only thing that, that, that I, I've been saying, people are worried about the running game. It, it's going to come down to the execution with the short passing game. And yesterday, they just didn't execute. And you're not going to see it, I, in my opinion, I don't think you're going to see another game where you have that many crucial and easy drops. So as long as they continue to do their thing, they're going to be fine. Are they going to go 16 and 0? I don't know. But I think this team, to say this team is a fraud, is ridiculous. This is this is one of the best years I've ever witnessed any since I've been following sports, and, and I can't believe it's happening with everything else that's happening. You know, that they have to deal with this. That's not football related. It's just an amazing thing. And 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 again, the, the injuries are a concern, but but eleven and zero is is eleven and zero. Rod L asks, can Beast Mode replace replace Samuels? Nah, we don't need him. Really don't. What was your thoughts on Benny Snell, Benny Snell Jr. yesterday? I thought he ran hard late uh, later in the game. I, I don't think they, they ran probably as much as uh, as they should have, considering what was going on with the, with the Ravens on, on the defensive line. But as I said, you know, I've said repeatedly, Benny wants to, he's going to want to throw. That's just how it's just, it's his mo. He's going to want to do it. Usually, most quarterbacks of his, of his experience and pedigree, they just want to throw the ball a lot. So. I, I wish they would have tried to run more. I think they they, they may, may have scored once or one or two more times in a red zone. But, hey, again, it comes down to executing that short passing game. And, and, and if they can do that uh, the rest of the year, they'll be fine. Nap 1963, my Johnstown compatriot. Glass half full because the single most important stealer is healthy Ben Roethlisberger. There you go. Yeah, and, and you that? just said it too with the running game. Ben right. Roethlisberger's going to win for this team. Tony, do they sign a free agent linebacker? I think I think they do just for depth. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be one of the names. And I think, you know, they're they're obviously they're more uh dialed in than we are. So, you know, they probably have an idea of of, of they probably have a whole list of 
people that they're thinking of and maybe people that we're not even aware of, you know, that they're, they're, they're going to bring in. Yeah. But I think that you're going to have to bring in somebody for depth. As you said, you got to have four, maybe four, maybe five outside linebackers at this point, especially with a, a guy like Highsmith, who's it's his rookie year. So he's, you know, he's not used to playing and Ola has been, a, you know, he's one of your top special teams guys. So you're, you're going to have to bring somebody else in for depth. Richard McKinney asks, so how about moving a DB to fill a void at OLB? You just can't right now because there's because of the trade deadline. That's a good thought. That's why you kind of knew when the Bush thing happened that they were going to go after in another inside linebacker, and they didn't have to move a, a DB, but if there was someone out there that they could have, yeah. If there was if the trading deadline was not over, they'd probably consider that. That's uh, but uh, that can happen now, but it's a good thought. Wes says, if we can put up over 30 points with perfect imp- with playing imperfect defense and turning the ball over, there isn't anyone, including Casey, that can stop our game. Stay tuned for the playoffs. I love that, man. I, I really do. Yeah, and, and it's like, uh, I think it was, I forget, one, one of the, the live chat people said, you know, it's just a matter, matter of, of being hot at the end. I mean, these seasons, it's almost like, you know, they, they go in and, and, in quarters and, and the team that you see in November sometimes isn't the team you see by the end of December. So it's just a matter of playing right at the right time. Let's go rapid fire. Now Dallas asks, how does Tomlin get the offense to play better? Tony execution. Dusk thunder nine. Were you impressed by Anthony McFarland in the limited reps he was given in the Ravens game? I mean, I, 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 I need to see more. I was, I definitely was. Um, I lost everything here. Um, Nathaniel says, what do you think about on the future getting another great safety and, and moving Edwards Edmonds to a MLB hybrid? I thought we'd see more Sean Davis by now. So I don't know. Maybe that's probably not in their, in their future or it's probably not in their plans at this point. Keith Dawson asked when Dotson went in at left guard and Filer back to his original right tackle spot, the running game clicked a bit. You guys like that move? I, I, I like both uh, Filer and Dotson. So, I mean, I, I, I think they're, they have such a talented line overall that they can do a lot of those. They, they could be versatile. So I just like the fact that they're versatile. You know, that that's the thing too, because when Dotson's in, they run the ball well. So that's, that's something to look at too. Looks like we've got a uh, super chat here and I can't absolutely get it up, but it's from, there it is. Uh, Matt Stofko, another Johnstown buddy. What is the most ACL injuries any NFL team has dealt with in one season? I do not know that answer. That's a good thing. You know, you know who that's a great question for, Dave. That's a stat geek question, Matt right. Stofko. We we will put Dave Schofield, co-editor Dave Schofield, on that question. I think that's great. I mean, we're looking at three right now with this team. I'm sure. I'm sure there's been more. And. And it's, 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 it, it doesn't mean anything, but remember when the Steelers lost to the Packers in, in the Super Bowl 10 years ago, the Packers had a lot of players on, on the injured reserve list at the end of the year, and they still managed to, 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 to go all the way. So it's, it, it's, it's not the end of the world, but it's, still, it's just a concern. So, Tony, your final thoughts. Let's talk everybody off this ledge. Let's overflow this Steelers cup and find the silver lining. If, if you can win, if you can play as ugly as they did yesterday and still find a way to win against your, your top rival, even though your top rival was compromised, to me that says something. And, and yeah, you're, 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 you're 
missing Bud and, and, and Devin Bush, but it's still a, a great overall defense. I think it might not be a it might not be as good, but I think it's going to be still very good and good enough to win. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly, Tony. Um, I'm going to wrap everything up by answering a few questions here. Steeler Nation 412 says, can you beat the Bills and the Colts and still come out of the AFC? Yeah, we can. And Black and Gold Goggles says, do you think we need to run behind Watt more? I think there's going to be some more opportunities for that to happen if he's more healthy. The thing about that, though, is Ben is making this work with throwing 50 times a game. And it's absolutely incredible to watch as Collinsworth brought it up yesterday, how fast he's getting, he's leading the league. These right. next gen stats are really cool, right? But he's leading the league in getting the ball out in like two and a half seconds yeah. and he's fast and it's crisp and he's looking good. So with that being said, Tony, my glass is overflowing. This team's 11 and zero. They get up for teams like the Buffalo Bills right. and the Colts. They get up for those teams. They're going to get up for the Washington football team too. And the reason being is because everybody is half empty right now. And you're not wrong to be half empty. Yeah. And, and this, and is, this is Tony and Brian saying, don't worry. Yeah. This team has the heart to do it and the maturity to do it. Right. right. So, uh, Tony? No, it's just, it is kind of amazing to, to see everybody dumping on them. I mean, not not the fans being concerned, just like nationally. Oh, I can't believe, you know, and, and I think that's good for them because nobody's talking about can they go undefeated. They're just saying, well, this is a this is an overrated football team. So they're not even worried about uh, making history. They're, they're just worrying, worrying about uh, themselves and, and improving uh, and trying to, as you said, if they, if they all do their part, then they're going to be okay. 16 and O is not the goal if 16 and one's possible. Right. You know, 19 and O is the goal. Heck, it could be 20 and O this year. Exactly. If something, ha I don't think that's going to happen. I think only seven teams are going in the playoffs. But guys, girls, this is a fantastic season. They want to keep it going. They're going to do everything they can to keep it going. And let's stay positive. Because remember, when you try to lose that girlfriend or boyfriend or wife or husband, when you try not to lose them, you push them away. When right. you do everything, when you do everything in your power to make life beautiful in that relationship, you're going to flourish. Exactly. And that's exactly that's exactly what I've learned in my lifetime. I'm divorced once, but the second time around, the start of marriage didn't work. The second marriage. It's working great because I'm following that advice. Good. The key word is learned. You learned it. Yeah. Yes. You definitely learn. And uh, when everything seems, hey, when you seem like everything's going wrong, and you lose a guy like Bud Dupree, and you look bad against a JV Ravens team, you know what happens? You have you look at it and you learn from that. So Tony says, learn. Yeah, you learn. Right. Right. So just me. Guess that's why I'm single. LOL. That's funny. <laughs> there's there's time for everybody. Exactly. Me, I, I waited till I was 35 to have kids. So there's there's time for everybody. Some of us bloom later. The Steelers are 11 and 0. They haven't bloomed yet. That's the best thing about it, Tony. They haven't bloomed yet. Right. And and the great thing about the uh, sports is it's the best reality TV. 
uh, show, as far as I'm concerned, it, it, you just don't know what, what's going to happen with an Alex Highsmith. You don't know where, where, you know, what, what kind of player he can be. I'm, I'm not saying he's bud, but you just don't know. And that's, that's, that's the great thing about it. We're about to find out. I tell you what, Piper Lillard, Kawawet, thanks for the uh, comment. Steelers suck. And if the Steelers suck, then I want to suck too. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no sucks. That's awesome. Right. I, right. I love it. So with that being said, and thanks for the comment. And thanks for, for uh, checking out the show too. Um, with that being said, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Thank you all for making my 49th birthday pretty awesome. Tony, thanks for bringing it up. I was going to keep that quiet, but you guys have all made me feel great. I've got a birthday dinner to go to, and I got to tell you, 157 of you, almost 200 a little earlier on the show, you guys made me feel awesome. And Piper just said, nice show. Thanks, Piper. I appreciate you. And I appreciate all of you. So with that, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, B-A-D, if you're nasty, like uh, <laughs> Janet Jackson would sing. Uh, well, something like that. Miss Jackson, <laughs> if you're nasty. So for Tony, I'm B-D. And just when you think you've got all of the answers, we keep changing the questions. 11 and oh, we'll see you, friends. <laughs>